The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 62. Well, seems the panic still continues as Trump uh, is forming his transition team, getting his cabinet ready to go come January. And uh, there's a lot of people still upset about the uh, the election uh, back on November 8th. As well they should be. Don't give up the fight. Hashtag not my president. what I got to say about it. Oh, good God. I'm so sick of this. God damn it. I'm about to, about to just barf up my old Thanksgiving dinner. No, try to calm down there, Red. We got to get through this. Oh, God. Well, just look. The man associates himself with dangerous people. I mean, did you see that clip of that Richard Spencer and his people giving Nazi salutes and saying, Hail Trump, well, my God, case closed. Trump's a Nazi. What? Now, now, I mean, what, what were they, like four or five guys? Well, no, probably more than that, but, you know, yeah. They're the ones that put him in office. No, four or five guys can't put uh, anybody in office. That, well... They were part of the message, and that's his crowd. That's who he appeals to. God damn, I'm getting so sick of this shit. Wait a minute. I read on his Twitter that he disavowed them people. That's right, Red, he did. Well, it's not enough. I mean, an investigation needs to be made. Because scrutiny is the important part of our nation. Because transparency is what's required so that we can have a government we trust. And I don't trust the Trump government, not one bit. So I demand transparency immediately. You mean like the press did back in 2008 when uh, uh, young Senator Barack Obama was running for president? And, uh, of course, they fully vetted all his associations with people like Bill Ayers and Reverend Wright and such as that. And No, no, don't even try to go there, my friend. No, because those gentlemen... They're no way comparable with these filthy alt-righters. I mean, Bill Hess is a teacher. And Reverend Wright, why? He's just a minister of a church. Well, Bill Ayers tried to kill people while he was a member of uh, the Weatherman Underground. Well, tried to kill. That's the important part there, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, Reverend Wright, well, uh, not a fan of Jews. No, he is not. No, he's not. Well, that's just... You know, that's his opinion. Why does Obama have to be considered a part of that? Well, he sat in his church for 20 years. 20 years? Good God buddy. He probably thinks the same thing as that crazy man. Have you ever seen him in them videos? He dresses up like a Klingon. No, no, all right, Red. So if logic were applied, which, of course, you can't apply logic to leftist thinking, uh, you would have to conclude that Barack Obama is in the same boat as the people he associates with. And he actually did associate with these people. Uh, these were friends of his. Uh, Trump's never even met any of these people. So, 
Ah, uh, you're right, Lefty. It isn't comparable. In fact, it's not worth five seconds of our time. But we're going to hear about it over and over again. Huh? Wait a minute. Did I just hear you say Lefty's right? Well, yeah, but not in the way he thinks. What? What? Uh, just never mind. No, we're not... You have to understand the fear and concerns are real because they feel them. And I can't stress it better than Hamilton actor Brandon Victor Dixon. Oh, my God. Who, of course, gave a stirred and heartfelt, passionate lecture to incoming Vice President Mike Pence. Quote, We, sir, we are the diverse America who are alarmed and anxious that your new administration will not protect us, our planet, our children, our parents, or defend us and uphold our inalienable rights, he said. We truly hope that this show has inspired you to, to uphold our American values and work on behalf of all of us. Ah, uh, yes, yes, we need more, more of this, yes, yes. I, oh God, I, I'm sorry, I've got to need a little minute here. Yeah, Lefty, that's great. You ever see any of that Hamilton show? Uh, no, not really, just brief clips. It sucks! Oh, of course, attack the messenger, that's what you do. Distract, 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 because you have no argument, that's what that's all about. Well, speaking of attacking the messenger, that's just what I'm going to do. Uh, oh, of course you will. Yeah. Uh, uh, some tweets have come up in uh, uh, Mr. Dixon's past. So let's take a look. What do we have here? Oh, here's one. For every racist comment I get about Trayvon, I'm going to turn one white married suburban housewife and mother into a jump-off. Yes. Apparently here, he's advocating for the idea of turning white suburban housewives into his own casual sex partners. Well, that's just... Oh, what, Mr. Dust? You got a problem with interracial couples? Mm. Well, you didn't really pay attention there, Lefty. Uh, he's just saying he's only going to have sex with white women to get at white people. It's almost uh, like... It's like he's going to rape them! Well, no, not... But uh, the idea is some kind of revenge against white people. Almost an attack. And basically, uh, using women, it's... Uh, uh, it's pretty misogynist there. What? What? Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, but let's see. Uh, what else does he have to say about women? Oh, here he goes. Uh, hoes aren't what they used to be. <laughs> uh, NFL stars wouldn't get distracted if hoes would step up their game. <laughs> well, that's just... That's just kidding around. Well, lefty judge not lest ye be judged. <laughs> oh, don't you quote scripture to me. Just, just don't even bother, you know. Yeah, I guess not. But uh, okay, uh, don't thought police lest you be thought policed. Something. What? Yeah. Look, the, the point is, is that this is hard to deal with. We've had eight glorious years of progress, and now it's all going to be turned down and burned to the ground and destroyed. It's terrible. I mean, my God, we finally had two terms of a presidency. 
that was open and more transparent than ever before and scandal-free. What? Oh my God! Oh, jeez, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf my pumpkin pie. It's gonna happen. All right, try to hold it in there, Red. Maybe you ought to go to the bathroom. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Oh, please, did oh, spare me the theatrics. Well, Lefty, come on. <laughs> Scandal-free? I mean, where the hell have you been? Uh, name one. Oh, I can name quite a few. Uh, thanks to a list provided by the Daily Wire here. Um, I can give you 11. What? Oh, yes. We'll start off with the first one pretty early on in the Obama years. Operation Fast and Furious. Oh, for God's sakes. Here we go. Yes, we do. Uh, this egregious example of a reckless government endangering lives and then scrambling to cover it up has haunted Obama for years. Uh, Operation Fast and Furious involved the Obama administration arming drug cartels and thugs south of the border as a means to undermine the Second Amendment. What? Yes, that's right. The program resulted in the death of U.S. Border Patrol agent Brian Terry. Well, just what? Uh, well, also hundreds of, Ameri of uh, Mexicans. So, uh, they count too, Lefty. What? what? Don't you turn that on me! Well, I kind of have to. Uh, one of the Islamic terrorists in the Garland, Texas attack also used a gun that was obtained through the Fast and Furious program. Well, boy, dropped the ball on that, huh? That's it was actually a bus program. No, it wasn't, Lefty. The bus program ended in 2007. You see, what happened here is, uh, bus people decided, hey, we'll monitor arms sales to these Mexican drug cartels and allow them to go through because we've got these chips in the guns so that we can follow the guns to the criminals. And they did it in cooperation with the Mexican government. Well, the criminals found the chips, and so the plan obviously wasn't going to work, so they scrapped it. In 2007, Obama comes in in 2009 and figures, hey, let's try it again, but this time, let's don't tell the Mexicans, and we'll just forget about that chipping of the gun stuff. So how the hell were they supposed to track them? I don't know, but... Uh, part of the problem here was the uh, the uh, gun salesman uh, dutifully reported the sales and said, "Hey, uh, <laughs> these guys are uh, they're from Mexico and they want to buy all these weapons." And so the government just kind of said, "Yeah, just let it happen." Yeah, so they weren't going to be able to blame all the uh, gun shops and what have you. Yeah, yeah. Are you saying that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Otherwise, it it. It's either that or it's horrible stupidity here. I mean, massive stupidity. Right off the bat, first year of the presidency, huh? Yeah, that's a good one. But, yeah, we didn't need to pay attention to that one, did we? So that's why stupid people like you, Lefty, think there were no scandals. Well, oh, please, this... I, I don't like this. No, of course not, because it's bad, bad news. Oh, boy. Oh, and guess what? Even El Chapo had a rifle as a result of Fast and Furious. <laughs> boy, what comes around goes around. Uh, scandal number two, of course. We all know this one. Benghazi. And no, it's not a man. It's a town in Libya. Oh, t t t yes. Oh, boy. I just love this. When you think of all the money wasted on writing reports, trashing the president on this, it's just enough to make you want to throw up, just like Red's doing now. Yeah. Well, uh, here we go. Uh, terrorist attacks in Benghazi, Libya. 
had killed four Americans. Uh, requests for security prior to the attack were repeatedly denied. And after the... Well, because the Republicans wouldn't fund it, it was a difference of about $200, I think. So, not buying that one. And... Besides, uh, there was three attacks. The the, the 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 Benghazi attack that we're all talking about on uh, the, the 9-11 of its day, uh, that was actually the third attack. They'd been attacked twice before, and still, <laughs> nothing was done. They left them out there. Well, well, well. So, and after the attack, Obama and Hillary Clinton falsely blamed it on a video considered offensive to Muslims. During the election, Benghazi became associated with Clinton, and rightly so. But it's also Obama's scandal. It's not entirely known what Obama was doing, since no one really would testify. They just, uh, Panetta testified that Obama told him to take care of it. <laughs> but since he was in Vegas the next day, I assume he was packing and taking a, uh, uh, making sure he got to bed on time so he could rest up for his uh, Vegas fundraiser, which he said offended him when Mitt Romney had mentioned it, and Mitt Romney kind of backed down in that second debate, or maybe it was the third one, I forget. But uh, shouldn't have backed down, Romney. Shouldn't have backed down. The only one who needed to be offended was everybody else. And plus, uh, Hillary uh, lying to the faces of the grieving parents and families about that stupid video, and then she does it in public as well. And then during the campaign, she lies, saying that they li they're lying about what she said. I mean, <laughs> boy, am I glad she lost. I mean, uh, Trump's an asshole, but God damn it, Hillary was worse. Oh, I, uh, well, we got quite a few to go through here, Lefty. You opened this can of worms. Uh, uh. The IRS targeted conservative organizations. Oh, please. Yes, they did. In 2013, Lois Lerner, who directed the Internal Revenue Services Exempt Organizations Unit, admitted that Tea Party organizations were targeted under the agency, but blamed it on lower-level employees. See? Uh-huh. Such organizations were heavily scrutinized with invasive questions. Since then... Learned that these were the Tea Party people had to answer all these questions. You had to actually give them a, an essay on the content of your your prayers. <laughs> all kind of crap just to bottle them up so they couldn't get anything going to uh, oppose Obama in the election. That's what that was all about. Uh, anyway, uh, since then, Learner and IRS Commissioner John Cognizant. Oh, that piece of crap. Oh, boy, if ever there was a villain. What? have denied any wrongdoing and have stonewalled congressional efforts to investigate the matter, citing computer crashes for being unable to turn over related emails. Well, see, happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, a federal court concluded in August that conservative groups might still be facing targeted scrutiny from the IRS. What? Yes, still going on. It has also been reported that the Department of Justice knew about the IRS's targeting of conservative groups as early as 2011. Oh, well, now, yeah, yeah, so, uh, well, it's still no proof that Obama had anything to do with it. Who's in charge of the executive branch of government? Obama. There you go. What? Well, anyway, uh, the DOJ, the Department of Justice, seized Associated Press phone records as well as phone and email records from Fox News reporter James Rosen. Well, of course, phone news. I mean, the entire network should be investigated there. Uh, for what? Well, they're lying and stuff. Yeah, you gotta actually have a crime or a suspicion of crime to go after them on. They, they didn't. They just did it. They were looking for something. But they didn't find any, did they? And they shouldn't look because uh, it's private and they need uh, causation for that. And they had, didn't have any. Uh, it's full. Uh, well, Associated Press, them too, huh, Lefty? Huh? Huh? Well, 
In the AP's case, the Department of Justice was investigating a story involving a CIA operation in Yemen that foiled an al-Qaeda plot in the spring of 2012 to set off a bomb on an airplane headed to the United States, according to the Washington Post. The Department of Justice seized two months of phone records from the AP without informing the news outlet. Yeah, they were trying to find out how they got a hold of that CIA story. Yeah, but they seized everything. And they didn't have any warrants. What? Yes, let's see. The AP said there can be no possible justification for such an overbroad collection of telephone communications of the Associated Press and its reporters. These records potentially reveal communications with confidential sources across all of the uh, news-gathering activities undertaken by the AP during a two-month period. Provide a roadmap to AP's news-gathering operations and disclose information about AP's activities and operations that the government has no conceivable right to know. Well, how are they supposed to protect us if they can't do an investigation? Come on, Nelson, get with it, jeez. So you'll be okay when Trump uh, spies on reporters? Absolutely not, my God, no, that's terrible. He should never be allowed. He should be at beast for doing something like that. Uh-huh. Anyway, in the Rosen case, the DOJ was investigating a story Rosen did involving North Korea and tracked his movements and conversations. Well, North Korea is very dangerous, so they have to. Yeah. And apparently they also uh, snooped onto the phone numbers belonging to his parents. Huh. Well, yeah, those serious potential spies that his parents are. The GOJ had listed Rosen as a conspirator, or as a co-conspirator, under the Espionage Act in regards to the story, allegedly pressing a source for declassified information. Rosen, of course, was never charged with a crime. Well, maybe he should be. His crime is that he works for Fox News. Well, unfortunately for you, Lefty, that's not a crime. Well... But seem, since you seem to think that's perfectly acceptable, and most of the media seems to agree with you due to their silence on this story, uh, I guess they'll be perfectly fine when Trump starts spying on them. No! Yeah, I didn't think so. But, <laughs> well, there you go. Obama did it, Lefty. He did it. We don't know that he had any idea that was going on. Right. Uh, anyway, let's go and move on to the next scandal. Uh, the NSA conducted mass surveillance against American citizens without a warrant. Yeah, that's right. Remember Edward Snowden and all that? Yeah. Well, isn't he a traitor? He is for going to uh, China and Russia. You got that right. But nevertheless, <laughs> we found out, didn't we? And kind of suspected it anyway. But there it is. Boy, no warrants. Just did all that. And so far, the man of the people, Obama, let it happen. So there you go. It's a clear violation of the Fourth Amendment. But <laughs> what are amendments to the God King? Oh, oh, for God's sakes, please, please. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Let's move on. The Obama administration paid ransom to Iran for hostages and lied to the American people about it. What? It was money that they, uh, that they were owed, and it was high time we paid it. Uh-huh. Uh, the Obama administration claimed that they were giving a total of $1.7 billion geez, to Iran to settle a failed arms deal with the previous Iranian regime. This case closed. Uh-huh. And it just happened to coincide with the release of four American hostages. The Obama administration also does, didn't reveal the details of the agreement to Congress. <laughs> it was obvious, though, that it was a ransom deal, and the Obama administration lied about it. Plus, they added a f few more million dollars to the deal, too. Uh, a big... Uh, 
a pallet of cash sitting on the uh, the uh, runway at the airport where they picked up those guys. Yeah, boy, just like a drug deal, you know. Except, uh, wow, one point seven billion, huh? Plus the fact that it's uh, unmarked like that because he gave some BS story about how he couldn't uh, do it digitally and whatnot. Yeah, that was all nonsense. So now they got this cash and it can go right into the hands of terrorist groups like Hamas and Hezbollah and the like. So that's great. Great going there, Obama. That was really smart. Just he's trying to do things peacefully. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay, Hillary's email scandal. Well, that's Hillary. Well, uh, yes, but she was his Secretary of State. Well, yeah. So Clinton's use of a private email server that was unapproved and unsecured has been written about extensively. Oh, please, yes. <laughs> extensively, putting it mildly. Oh, geez, Louise, it's over. Move on. Yeah, well, anyway, but it's also Obama's scandal as well, since it has been revealed that not only did Obama know about her private email server, well, yeah, he also communicated with her under the use of a pseudonym. Wait, what? Yeah, that's right. Well, how do you know it was him? We know. Um... And they testified to the to it as such. And so uh, while this is going on, though, uh, since it was unsecure, that means foreign agents would know uh, Obama's pseudonym, <laughs> and also they had a link right to the president. How about that, huh? If their email exchanges involved classified information, then Obama also would have violated the Espionage Act. Well, that's, well, if. See, you don't know that it happened. That's right, Lefty, because we know that 30,000 well, actually, over 30,000 emails are gone. Hillary managed to get rid of them. She, uh, and that's obstruction of justice, by the way. So we don't know exactly what happened, but <laughs> dollars to donuts, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, well, well, in your, your uh, yeah, whatever, Lefty. The Environmental Protection Agency, and we'll move on here, uh, poisoned a Colorado River. <laughs> What? Yeah, they're supposed to protect uh, rivers from that sort of thing, but then they just went and did it. The EPA breached the Gold King mine in the state and mistakenly dug at the bottom, as well as didn't test for pressure, leading to 3 million gallon, gallons of toxic mine waste being dumped into a river. And the EPA has not been held accountable for this. In fact, they had the gall to demand more money. And uh, if Hillary had gotten in, they'd have gotten it, but they still might, because I don't really trust what Trump's going to do. What? You don't? You haven't been listening, have you, Lefty? Well, yeah, anyway, let's see. Another EPA story. The EPA also broke federal law in promoting a regulation. Uh, Government Accountability Office concluded that the EPA broke the law in using Thunderclap to tout their Waters of the United States regulation, as well as their use of hyperlinks to the Natural Resources Defense Council and Surfrider Foundation webpages provided in the EPA blog post. So, you know, we got all these bureaucracies and they demand with an iron fist that we live under the regulations, but when they break them, ah, well, whatever, move on. Exactly, let's move on. Yeah, you'd be great with those guys, Lefty. Really? You think so? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Number 10. We're closing down on the final of the 11 here. Oh, thank God. The GSA scandal. What? Yeah, that's right. The General Services Administration was busted in 2012 for spending $823,000. Well, that's that much. Uh-huh. On an extravagantly decadent conference in Las Vegas. And it became a shining example of government waste. Yeah, you see these conference things. You'll notice that uh, if you ever go and look 
at what their expenditures are at these uh, bureaucracies. And you can do that, uh, well, depending on what state you're in, I think, have the transparency rules. And boy, I tell you, conferences get a lot of money. <laughs> And they always get they always take place at places like Vegas and sometimes in the Bahamas and Caribbean cruises and stuff. Oh, it's great. Lots of money and still veterans die waiting to see a doctor. How about that? Huh? You proud? Well, that, you're really painting this. I'm just telling you like it is, Lefty. Uh, several people in the agency were fired with one facing an indictment. Despite the scandal, though, lavish spending still occurred with federal within federal agencies under the Obama administration right up to this very day. So, yeah, not a whole lot done there. Because, I mean, you can fire a couple of people who probably weren't the main contributors to it. But, nevertheless, it, if it continues, you didn't really solve the problem. <sighs> yeah, all right, number 11. Oh, thank God. The Secret Service scandal. Well, that's not his fault. Well, let's see. The Secret Service was caught in 2012 engaging with prostitutes during a trip to Columbia with one Secret Service agent emailing another swag clone, check, pimp gear, check, swag sunglasses, check, cashed dim holes, check. <laughs> ah, good times. Uh, they also left sensitive government documents unprotected in their their Colombian rooms. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, whoever was in charge of that didn't really clean house, did he? Well, I guess I can give Obama a pass on this one because uh, <laughs> hopefully he did clean it up a bit because uh, these guys are there to keep him alive. So, um, pretty sloppy situations going around. But again, I'm not exactly blaming Obama for the last one. All right, so uh, I'll get uh, I'll cut him some slack on that one. So let's just say ten scandals <laughs> out of the uh, supposed zero that Lefty here claims. Well, that's like you said, they got that one wrong, didn't they? Well, it did happen, but I just don't see the argument that it's totally his fault. I don't see the argument where any of it's his fault. Of course not, Lefty. You wouldn't. Look, none of this really matters because the past is the past, and the Democratic Party, despite this devastating defeat of the election and this disaster of the monster of Trump and his little right-hand man, the evil anti-Semitic hater Steve Bannon, we're going to do what we always do and move forward with bold new leadership. Oh, yeah. Uh, no real evidence that Bannon is anti-Semitic. Well, no, not really. And uh, But there is evidence that some of your leaders are. What? That's ridiculous. Well, you're, uh, apparently uh, Keith Ellison is looking to be the DNC chief. So, uh, Oh, right, uh, because he's a Muslim. Isn't that right, Mr. Nelson? You can't stand it that a Muslim might have some position of respect and authority in America because you're a Islamophobe. Yeah, well, uh, let's take a look at Keith Ellison. It seems he's trafficked in anti-Semitism for years. What? Oh, yeah, taking money from anti-Semites. Well, there you go, Guild by Association, which you did earlier about Trump. What? Yeah, and openly worked to undercut the security of the state of Israel. As Joe Malbury writes at the Daily Caller, the man poised to head the Democratic Party was a spokesman for the Nation of Islam well into his 30s, who publicly spewed anti-Semitism and later in life as a congressional candidate knowingly accepted $50,000 in campaign contributions given and raised by Islamic radicals who openly supported Islamic terrorism and were leaders of front groups for Hamas and the Muslim Brotherhood. 
It's worth noting that during the period in which Ellison defended the Nation of Islam, spokespeople were openly Jew-hating. In 1995, Ellison led a rally featuring Khalid Abdul-Muhammad, who proceeded to, ex to explain, If words were swords, the chests of Jews, gays, and whites would be pierced. Oh, my God. That, well... Uh, well, it, it was some other guy. Yeah, but he was there, and he didn't denounce it. He was happy to be a part of that crew. Uh, see, uh, you, this is a uh, guilt by association because the association is pretty tight. He was there. He was a part of it. He was a spokesman for these guys. Uh, Ellison also defended Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, how about that? Huh? A brutal anti-Semite. And Ellison says, he's not a racist and not an anti-Semite. <laughs> Which I guess would mean that racism and anti-Semitism just doesn't exist at all if this guy isn't. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Never mind, Lefty. In 2007, Ellison openly compared 9-11 to the Reichstag fire, suggested that it benefited Jews, and said that the event uh, was an excuse to target Muslims. Yeah. Reichstag fire? Wait, wasn't that in the Nazis? Or so? Yeah, see, in... Uh, yeah, the uh, Reichstag building in uh, Berlin, uh, it caught, there was a fire set and it burned, you know, and so uh, Hitler took advantage of that to pursue and blame his enemies and predominantly the Communist Party and uh, got rid of his political opponents. And so, and a lot of people said that the Nazis actually set the fire and framed uh, the Communists in this, but uh, either way, uh, he was able to put it to, to use. And so uh, Ellison was saying that's what the Reichstag fire, I mean, that's what 9-11 uh, was. You know, <laughs> because it couldn't possibly be a radical Muslim group doing it. Um, and, of course, uh, blame Jews while you're at it, too. So uh, not a good guy. Not a good guy. Uh, but, of course, he's a Democrat, and so the scrutiny will not be upon him. And he's probably going to end up being in the leadership with you idiots. So uh, there you go with that guy. No, that's just oh, good Lord, I'm so sick of this. Uh, while in Congress, he always voted against Iron Dome funding to protect Israel from the rocket attacks because uh, he doesn't have a problem with Hamas uh, killing Jews. Oh, yeah. Uh, he openly associates with the campaign to end the Israeli occupation, a virulently anti-Israel interest group that labels Democrats like Senator Chuck Schumer, an Israel firster. Well, <laughs> Chuck, do you know about this? <laughs> it's, it's amazing. What's amazing is all of this is you trying to distract from the horrors of Steve Bannon. Well, with Steve Bannon, we've got something of a hearsay from a divorce between him and his ex-wife where she said he said something nasty about Jewish kids. Yeah. Uh, whereas Ellison, we've got this long political record of votes, accepting money, praising uh, Jew haters and the whatnot, uh, and even blaming them for having something to do with 9-11, it seems here, or at least benefiting from it. So, boy, is that pretty rotten, and uh, it, it's all a matter of record. So, yeah, I'm not so clear about Steve Bannon either, but you'll forgive me if I'm not impressed with your supposed concern about that when you're about to put an anti-Semite in charge of your party. What? I am just speechless at this egg. Yeah, shut up, Lefty. Good God Almighty. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with, you guessed it, another episode of Night Night. We better go check on Red. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, why don't you do that? I got to do this night night stuff. What? Well, you probably caused it, so you go do it. Oh, for God. Oh, Always ugly. 
You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is your ass. This is your ass in prison. Any questions? This has been a public service announcement reminding you that if you do the crime, you will do the time. Hard time. Here's a film that makes Vincent Price's last man on earth look like Citizen Kane. A tax-cheating man, his self-absorbed wife, and his lazy lawyer find themselves to be the last three people on earth. Well, actually, the last three people in Puerto Rico, as they never really bothered to establish the whole world is dead. Anyway, they spend the rest of the movie fighting over the last woman while she enjoys the attention. Also in this package deal is Chapter 2 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Ming pouts and feels sorry for himself, while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. This film, like many of the films in my store, contains music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Why don't you head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson and get your hands on some of these goodies. That's Selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nelson. Yes, it's just that simple. Well, how new? Let me guess. You're the type that's just not a well-done type of guy. Yeah, and you don't go for medium rare or none of that. You get straight to the bloody. Well, they don't get bloodier than at the raw ranch. Yes, that's right. The freshest meat you can ever get your hands on. All you got to do is walk right up to the cow while she's still moving and cut yourself some beef. There you go, buddy. Yeah, just just get right up there on the rump. That's where some of the best meat is. Yeah, there you Ooh, go. Oh man, that's. Uh, oh, don't worry about that. You just you just take her tail and wipe that shit right off her ass, and then you have yourself some beef to try it off right there. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So y'all come on down, you hear? Down here to Raw Ranch for the freshest meat in the world. Yes, indeed. I'll be waiting for you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com.
previously on Night Night. Oh, jewelry. Well, if that's what your fancy is, why don't you take a gander at this pretty jewel? What? Suddenly, the strange man reveals a purple glowing jewel on his wrist that captivates our heroes. Feeling a little woozy there, Night Night? How about you, Boobo? Boobo, something's happening. I can't tell my head from my ass. Huh? I can't even find my ass. Damn it, Boobo. It's just like you to go and lose your ass. What am I going to kick now? Well, at least something good came out of this. Oh, losing balance. Can't tell the sky from the ground. Whoa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the grip of Mr. Mirage, boys. <laughs> and now the conclusion to Night Night versus Mr. Mirage. What's going on? Where, where am I? What the hell happened? Lord, Bubo, Bubo, wake your ass up, Bubo. What? What? Oh, where are we? What's going on? I'm afraid we were captured, Bubo. And from the looks of things around here, and this stacks of booze, and that music from upstairs, I'd say we're in the basement of some sort of bar. Huh. All I remember is that guy with the jewel that was glowing, and, and now we're here. Yeah, well, we're going to get to the bottom of that. But first, we got to get out of here. Come on, let's go up to that door. There we go. It's locked. Of course. I guess I hadn't thought of everything. Or did I? I don't know, did you? <laughs> yes, Bubo. This is the weapons. I have some C4 secreted in the heel of my boot. I learned that from watching the news about terrorism. All right, it's set up to go. Quick, take cover. Gonna blow the door off. Oh my god. Oh my god. Relax, relax. Everyone calm down. Please, please calm down, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, gentlemen. Uh, everything's fine. Just go about your business. Yeah, yeah. Nobody pay no mind to that, because it's, it's official night-night business. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's night-night and boobo. Well, this was bound to happen sooner or later. <laughs> and just who are you? Well, I'm the manager of this establishment. Oh, well, we're here looking for a man. <laughs> well, everyone's here looking for a man, honey. <laughs> what? What? What do you mean? Uh, hey, hey. There's no girls here. I, I think this is a gay bar. What? Oh my god, Bobo. You may be right. Come on, night night. Why don't you get on the dance floor and shake some nighty night booty? Woo! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh god, let's get the hell out of here, Bobo. Never mind us, citizens. Nothing to see here. Let's go. And soon, outside on the street. Oh, damn it. Of course, the night cruiser is nowhere to be found. Hey, they must have stolen that, too. Yes, and without our belts, we don't have any phones. We're going to have to go back in there and use theirs. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I need to use your phone. What? Huh? Oh, all right. All right, here you go, honey. Yeah, thanks. 
ready to send the night bike over by remote control. Someone has stolen the night cruiser. Uh, yeah, I was kind of wondering about that because I was noticing you on the night computer tracking system that the night cruiser was going all over the place in all these game establishments. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that right now, Rob, Miss Madley. Just send that night bike to me, Prato. Yeah, all right. Oh, wait a minute. I can't track you. Where you at? Oh, well, hang on a minute. Let's see. What's the address here? Uh, 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 excuse me. Oh, what What is this place? What? Oh, this is the manhole, honey. Oh, God. Um, we're at a place called the manhole. What? Never mind. Just, it's a long story. I'll tell you later, maybe. Probably not. Uh, just send the night bike over, quick. Yeah, all right. I'll get right on it. Good. All right, Bubo. Let's go inside and wait for it. And soon, pedestrians on the streets of Cityopolis are amazed at the sight of a riderless motorcycle as the night bike wheels its way through the maze of streets of Cityopolis on its way to Night Night and Bubo. Ah, uh, there it is. Unfortunately, we don't have our helmets with us, Bubo. But this, of course, is an emergency situation. Let's get on and get out. Then, Bubo, you're riding, bitch. What are we doing, Night Night? Are we just gonna go home? No, Bobo. We're going to recover the Night Cruiser. Fortunately, the Night Cruiser does have a tracking device on it. And thanks to the Night Computer installed on this very Night Bike, we'll be able to track it to its current location and bring justice to that bastard who stole our stuff and had the audacity to dump us in the basement of that haven of sodomites. Meanwhile, across town at an unassuming chop shop, oh man, what am I supposed to do with the night night car? Oh, take it from me, brown sugar. This is one of a kind. Oh, it's an easy steal, so why don't you be a good little sweetie pie and hand me over some green? <laughs> no, I ain't got no use with this. Oh, really? Well, maybe this will change your mind. And suddenly, Mr. Mirage reveals the glowing purple jewel on his wrist to the captivated eyes of the chop shop man. Uh, uh, you know, uh, on second though, I can use that night gun. I can convert it into a bug mobile. A mosquito. Yeah. Now that's using your American ingenuity, sunshine. <laughs> and at that moment, the night bike arrives. There it is, Bobo. That's obviously our target. Okay, ram it. No, no, Bobo. We can't ram it with a bike. Hey, kid. No, no, let go. No, no, Bobo. No. Yeah, give it. No, Bobo. No, no, no. Hey, what the hell was that noise? That old dude. Better go take a look. I'll come along too. Oh my. It's the masked marvels, night, night, and boobow. Oh, 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 stupid boobo. Trying to smash through a law on a motorbike. Wait, look, there he is. The man who violated us. Oh, yeah. Just look into the glowing jewel, boys. Don't look, boobo. That was our first mistake. Uh, too late. Oh, eh, eh. oh stupid boobo. But wait a minute. There's something familiar about all of this. It's... it's you. You're Mr. Mirage, one of my old arch-enemies. Well, long time no say, night-night. But how could I forget about you? 
It's very simple. I hypnotized you to forget all about me. Looks like I'm gonna have to do it again. No, no! Suddenly, in a rare burst of heroism, Night Night leaps forward, crushing the hypnotic jewel strapped to Mr. Mirage's wrist. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh dear! Oh, now it's limp for good. It's all over, Mr. Mirage. You finally tasted the vengeance of Night Night. Oh, I'm not finished yet. Get him, boys. These aren't your boys. They're not gonna follow your orders. Guess again, Night Night. I hypnotized him before he got here. What? Oh, uh, listen here, gentlemen. I must warn you. I am trained in the fighting arts of jujitsu and do 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 and uh, something or other. Uh, no, wait. Uh, oh. And soon, Night Night finds himself alone in hand to hand combat with Mr. Mirage's hypnotized henchman. This gig is ace. No, 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 damn it, no, no, no. Yeah, hold him still while I put a footprint in his belly. No, no, not again. No, no, no. Don't be afraid to go below the belt, boys. <laughs> but in the end, Night Night falls to the ground, a bruised and battered ruin. Oh. <sighs> Only one chance. Got to reach up to the night bike and activate the night missiles within the night cruiser. And later at the night's lair. So let me get this straight. You managed to track this Mr. Mirage fool down to that chop shop. And he turned out to be the one that was hypnotizing all these people into buying worthless shit. Uh, yes, that's exactly right, Smedley. So I guess you were able to get the money from all them people he ripped off. Uh, no, we weren't able to do that. Because, uh, well, Mr. Mirage was able to make good his getaway in the confusion of the explosion. Oh, man, an explosion that you caused. You blew up that old building and let him get away. Damn it, Smedley. That was a service for the citizens of Cityopolis, as it was a fitting end for that building since it was nothing more than a chop shop. Yeah, but we still haven't caught the mosquito. <laughs> Damn it, Bubo. It's not like I'm Sun King, you know. Yeah, that's the point the commissioner pointed out the other day. <laughs> Damn it, Bubo. Why you gotta bring that up? Well, because it's true. <laughs> Shut up, butthole! And thus ends another amazing adventure of Night Night. This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Well, that's about all the time we have left for this particular episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. But before I go... I thought I'd share once again some details about headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio. Yes, with key features of eight colors and styles available, mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk. Yes, talk like mine. A noise-reducing design and a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code Mr. Nelson. All one word, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, use Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. 
Yeah, so there you go. Check them out. They're a fine sponsor of the Mr. Nelson Show and other great Radio Misfits programs. So, head on over there. Right. And, of course, don't forget <laughs> my Mr. Nelson sword at uh, Zazzle, uh, Society6 slash Nelson, and, of course, my poor man's Mystery Science Theater videos at com slash Nelson. So, yeah, enjoy all those goodies just in time for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> all right. Like I said, that's all the time we got for this episode. So I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, without further ado, good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. <laughs> <laughs>